Welcome back and welcome to episode 160, special episode 160, because it's also our 100th episode on YouTube, 160 of those millennials podcasts. Today, I'm your humble, grateful, extremely thankful host, Kay the Classic. I'm here with my nearest and dearest, my boys and friends in real life. Jesse's here. Jesse, how you doing? How you feel? How's you feel? How's your pockets? I like that shirt. I like that hoodie. I'm sorry I called it a shirt. I like the hoodie. Thank you, man. I've had it for a little while, but it's that's, a pretty that's pretty fly. For those who are listening, it's uh it's Cole and who's the other person next to Cole? Kendrick. Kendrick, okay. It's pretty fly. It's pretty fly. Thank you, thank you. Uh Rail's not here. I mean he might jump on later on in the pod, so but uh the show must go on. Um Yeah, man. So uh we're recording this uh Thursday uh after game one of the nuggets and heat but we'll get to that uh we'll get to that but uh first and foremost like i said before at the top uh this is our 100th upload on the me i'm, I'm kind of cheating a little bit because if we're if we're, if we're counting jarell's solo pods it makes it 100 uh podcasts okay but, so yeah if i'm counting jarell's solos which i think he has seven or eight episodes of off the rails so kind of cheating but it's our 100th episode upload on youtube so cause for celebration i think that's pretty fly um i just like round numbers um also another reason for cause for celebration um for you thank you for listening we appreciate you guys for listening to the podcast help the pod grow help the pod go a long way uh don't forget to like favorite and subscribe uh sub on youtube if you're new around here um sub if you're just uh if you just watch and um uh you know just helps the pod grow it costs you nothing at all um but yeah thank you and if you listen on app on apple on uh spotify and google play please 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 don't forget to leave five star reviews uh and then uh, leave a review five star reviews though just four star if you're feeling real you know if you don't like how rail talking, if, if if you feel like Jesse's talking shit about his his bills a little too much, just you know, four stars. <laughs> um. All right. So, uh, first and foremost, up top, I want to get I want to start doing happy birthdays again when I can when they align with our podcast, especially for a legend like this. So, happy birthday, happy eighty sixth birthday to a literally living legend to Morgan Freeman. Um, you know, goes without saying one, huh? Said to my Gemini brother. No, here we go. Here we go. Oh, I forgot it's y'all season. Yeah, it is. I forgot. It's some bullshit. For a while now. (laughs) (laughs) All you stars and moons people. Anyway, um, but yeah, uh, happy birthday to Morgan Freeman, living legend. Um. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna talk about Game One of the of the uh, of the NBA Finals. I was about to say Western Conference Finals. Um, NBA. We're gonna talk Game One like of NBA. Huh? Says so the score looked like it. <laughs> it was it was real. It was, it was real Lakers series vibes. But we'll get to that. Um, 
Um, obviously, we're going to talk about the big, big news that happened yesterday that, you know, had our group chat kind of going back and forth, going crazy about uh, uh, Shannon leaving, uh, being bought out from um, from Fox and FS1 and Undisputed, but we'll get to that part. But first, before we get to all that, uh, I would like to get to the not list. Uh, so for those who are new around here, uh, the not list is a, a list compiled of, compiled of stuff that uh, we are going to talk about i used to say not talk about but it's just i'm just calling it not list but it's stuff that we're going to kind of talk about hit on a little bit mm. uh so uh jess are you ready let's do it let's do it let's do okay. it this is this one i, I want to know your approval what do you think of this um so will Farrell is in talks to star as john madden in a new movie up uh portraying uh john madden so what do you think about that I think nothing. Let's see the movie. I don't know what, what am I supposed to have an issue because he does No, no, no. I'm not even I'm trying not to say like I'm not even trying to people don't what people he don't look like John Madden or is it gonna be a comedy? Why, why are you yeah. making this why are you making this so negative? I'm literally asking. I think I I'm pretty I know Will Farrell can act, so I know he can play. That's what I'm saying. That, that's how I feel about it. He can act. He can he's not he, But do you think he, he would do a good job of, of, of portraying John Madden is what I'm asking. I think he will get the animation of John Madden down. Okay. Uh, it all depends on what part of John Madden's life they're going to tell. Is they're going to go into this football life or try to, you know, delve into every bit of his life or is, you know, after football life, his professional broadcasting career. Who knows? But so- I imagine they're going to do all of it. I don't – it didn't say if it was going to be um... – I mean, I imagine it's going to be, uh, I mean, if it's going to be a movie, I, I should have done more research. I, I don't know if it's a doc situation or a movie. Mm. Um, it, when I when I looked it up, it said movie. So, um, but I think it's a biopic, a, yeah. bio, biopic, biopic, whatever people say. But yeah, I think I think that I think that could be cool, man. I think. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see we, them bad. We typecast a lot of these comedians like they can't act. Um, yeah. And a lot of them, Actually, uh, for the most part, are really well and established actors and they just you know they just choose to do the funny things because a lot of times hey, it's easier and it's what they enjoy but um, uh, comedy is so much harder than uh the series yeah 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 and but i'm saying they they probably enjoy doing that more than doing the drama but you if you if you i, I watch a lot of interviews that's one of my things i've i've started emulating but um a lot of comedians always talk about how they like you know they want to break that typecasting and they want to do more serious roles, especially as their career goes on. So mm-hmm. um, a lot of the comedy comes from darkness and they believe they can touch into that and finding the funny in the darkness. So, right. I think, I think that's, I think that can work. Uh, hopefully that, uh, that, 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 um, hopefully um, it, it comes soon. I know the writer strike is, is putting it, is going to put a hold on a lot of these shits that um, mm-hmm. are coming up. Um, let's be real gossipy. This is where I'm going to be real gossipy. This is real TMZ. E. Um, Jesse, you ready? <laughs> you ready to be TMZ? Well, I'm doing it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, but the internet was a buzz. There was all the rage. There was going crazy because some paparazzi caught YG and Sweetie cuddled up, canoodled in a pool. Um, look like on vacation yesterday. So, um, 
what do you think? I'm asking you, I'm, I'm asking a grown man about what he thinks about two two grown people. What do you think of them as a couple? What do you think of them as a couple, dog? YG and Sweetie. I wish them all the best. The the new yeah. the new rap the, the the new Jay Z and Beyonce of the rap game. Don't go too far. <laughs> right there, there's been plenty of people. You could have called them. You could have called them Ashanti, <laughs> uh, Nelly. You could have called Shout them Ashanti and Nelly. If they're still a thing, I think you know whatever. I think they just having fun. Yeah, everybody talking about they back there. No, I'm just saying they they were a thing. You know what I mean? So yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, there's plenty of others you could have used. Oh, yeah. They they was together when they was on top, so I don't even want to bring that up. Anyway, but Beyonce and Jay Z are kind of the pinnacle of it. You can't can't do the pinnacle of a star couple. You got to do all the. I just want I just want up. people I just want women to remember that Beyonce stayed, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, <laughs> what, what did I do? I have nothing to say. <laughs> To say it, yeah. A lot of them will tell her, will tell you, Jay Z stayed. <laughs> I think a lot of them will tell you that it's the other way around, or she, she Oh go. man, that's yeah. funny. Um, all right, this one hurts me, but you know he's a piece of shit. If so, he was. Excuse me. That seventy show star, Danny Masterson, has been found guilty on two counts of rape and faces up to 30 years in prison. Uh, so for those who has who have not been keeping up with the story, and, uh, and unfortunately I have, um, if those who don't know, Danny Masterson uh, played um, Hyde on that 70s show. He played in, you know, some other stuff. Um, there was allegations uh, by three women uh, in 2001 and 2003, I believe, if I remember correctly. Um, one instance, one of the women was his girlfriend and she said that, you know, she raped him while she was asleep, allegedly. He raped her. He raped, I'm sorry, he raped her while she was asleep. Um, and another instance where one of the other young women said that, um, he put a pillow over her face and, you know, um, so he was found guilty today. He's going to be facing up to 30 years to, uh, in prison. Um, so yeah um good riddance um hopefully you get all 30. hopefully you get all 30. that you know that's a piece of i said hello piece of shit (laughs) piece of shit move tell r kelly you said hello hello um (laughs) (laughs) um yeah uh this and i'm not I, i just he's a piece of shit it was so you know for the I, I talked about it on here too. So Netflix did a um, a reboot of that seventy show. It was called that ninety show, mm-hmm. and it, it again I knew he was going through legal issues, and it, it just it, it did feel a little weird that he wasn't on it. But obviously, I a hundred percent understand the reason why he wasn't fucking part of it because he was the only. OG cast member that wasn't part. Everybody came back in in the series at well, least. Everybody should forget about him. Yeah, yeah so just forget about him. Oh yeah. All right. Lucky that the reruns still come on. <laughs> yeah, we should be lucky that the reruns still come on. All right. So uh, let's do a, a little music drop as we I've been trying to implement this music drop. So as of tonight, I mean, some of this stuff is already out. Um, and then obviously by the time you guys hear this, all this stuff will be out. So, 
uh, and I'm gonna ask Jesse here, since obviously he's here. I'm gonna ask him which what what of out of the stuff that I'm gonna say right now that he's looking forward to. And I I pretty much have an inkling of what he's gonna say. Um, so tonight, or it's probably out right already right now. Uh, Metro Boomin's uh, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse album soundtrack. Okay. Uh, the weekend, uh, uh, popular featuring Playboy Cardi and Madonna. Mm, okay, Abel. I see you, Abel. Okay, yeah, I know he wants to go by Abel. Now you call him Abel, by the way. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Uh, interesting. Is this one says Gunna, but it just says TBD. I don't know if it's a project or song. That's gonna be interesting if that is. You know, everybody, everything that's going on with Gunna. We'll see how that goes. Okay. Um, uh, a Kid Cudi track is supposed to come out uh, today, tonight too, as well. Okay. Uh, this one's already out. Um, I haven't even listened to it all the way yet. But uh, Kendrick Lamar and Baby Keem, the Hillbillies. I haven't heard that yet. Uh, I heard it was all right. Have you heard it already? Okay. I saw, all I saw was the trailer. Not the trailer. I saw the Instagram post or somebody. Something. Okay. Uh, Moneybag Yo, Hard to Love, Heartless, uh, edited project. So. I'm not the biggest money bag yo person. Little Dirk album. Did you listen to the Little Dirk album? I listened to Dirk album. It was fine. It was good. Cool. Right, he cool. doesn't seem like he's healed all the way though. It's it's called I mean, almost. That's what I'm hearing. That's he doesn't. Saying. He doesn't seem like he's healed. But you know, I digress. No, I don't. Cardi B. This they've been promoting the hell out of this one. Um, I've been seeing this all on Twitter. A lot on Cardi B. Uh, put it on the floor remix. I, so um, we're gonna see how that go. Hopefully, there's a video. I think there is a video. Um question for you have you seen the little mermaid yet no i've not seen the little mermaid yet. uh have you uh has, has your daughter seen the little mermaid yet? uh she's not theater ready she's come on man she's, oh, she's not theater ready. she's okay. she's a toddler she's a she's yeah she she has ants in her pants she won't be able to stand still sit still That's, that is not possible okay. not yet okay not at this stage It'd be, it it would have been cool though, but she's not ready. Um, yeah. So everything that I said, right. What do you, I imagine in, in Metro Boomin Spider-Verse is what you're looking forward to. Mr. Spider-Man. Yeah. I'll listen to that. The, the, you know, the, the, uh, the first Spider-Man, uh, into the Spider-Verse soundtrack. Soundtrack was pretty good. Soundtrack. It has Sunflower on it. The song that went 18 times platinum. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's like us just saying that and just like it's cool, like 18 yeah. times platinum. It's crazy. I'm not even the biggest, uh, uh, what's his name, fan. Um, why can't I think of his name? Or the, the White Iverson fan, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Uh, I, I oh, uh, Post Malone, Posty. Yeah. I'm not even the biggest Posty fan like that. Obviously, there's songs that I love and there's songs that are great. But the fact that Tam and Sway Lee got a song that's 18 it's times platinum. That's a good song. So, yeah, Sunflower is a good song. And that was, a, that was a Spider-Man song, right? If I remember correctly. Yeah, that was a Spider-Man song. I just couldn't get down with it because of uh, your boy Posty. <laughs> I understand. Uh, he got a lot of uh, certified platinum songs that are like that too. He has a. I mean, them and Ray Shermer, they they just know how to make hits, yo. Yeah. All right. Um, I got. 
I got two more on that list. I don't. I forgot what number I'm on. This one was kind of fun. This one hit the. This one hit the wire today. Um, um, you watched um, you watched Snowfall, right? You watched Snowfall all the way. I hate you. Anyway, I'm gonna say this anyway. Um, on the first season, bro. Jesse, Jesse, you're a piece of shit. Anyway, it was wonderful. I just did jump on. I just did jump on. Not that I, I, I didn't jump on Succession and everything that happened with Succession. I haven't. You notice I haven't said one I, word about Succession. I, I haven't watched. I, 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 I plan on cool. watching it as soon as the NBA Finals is over. I'm gonna be able to. It's gonna free up time for me to start watching stuff. I'm like, on I, the. I'm barely on the third. Maybe the third season of Succession. I just. It's hard for me to follow shows right now, not because I don't want or not because they're hard, but like I just not into sitting there and intensely watching things with anxiety and stuff. So I feel I understand. Not, that all right. Anyway. Uh, Damson Idris uh, or uh, for those who uh, want to say Mr. Lloyd Harvey, I understand. I get it. I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh says he had nightmares for months after uh calling on the calling on help of the devil to help him do a scene for snowfall as franklin saint now my only question well i got two questions um one what scene was this that you needed the help of the antichrist um and two why are you asking for help for the antichrist <laughs> Uh, I just, I, I want to see, well, I don't know. I, I need to, I should, I should have followed through and saw what publication he did this. Cause I don't know if it was like, uh, um, an, um, an interview as far as video or if it was just start like something stuff he said, like um, like stuff like that. People won't start. I will, I wouldn't, I'm trying to think. Illuminati rumors. They don't bring up the Illuminati when you say what stuff. I know. What scene would he need to summon the Antichrist in order to to get into that mind state? You, Je- hey Jesse, uh, you're an actor. You've played. You've done. You've done done at angry scenes before. What do you tap into when you when you need to get angry in a scene? <sighs> I guess not. I guess it's one of those things where it's like. You got to tap into the deepest, darks, darkest parts of you. It's really just being willing and accepting to be just terrible and justified in being terrible. So I, the way I tap into it is just I constantly hammer what in my head and constantly just go like repetitionize. Find the, I find the similarity of like what would piss me off. And what would get me to that point? Right. I try to figure out then why I would be justified in feeling that way. And then understanding, like ripping apart all the, you know, I don't, you know, I don't objectify the character. I don't, I don't sit there and be like, this dude's a bad dude. He's a, you know what I mean? Like you don't sit there and judge your character. They're doing it for a reason. So once you find that balance and you let go of that thing, I I want to say is like I just let go. You let go of all those things that make you a civil human being. You let go of all that. You have to cut all that away. You gotta, you know, what I mean, that's not who I am. That's not who. You gotta let that out the window. You want to make a point, 
and this is how you're making your point or you want to get something done this is how you get it and you know you get it by any means and like not to make it as dark but if you like want to rape somebody you you do that like well, all the way to the extreme you know your mindset is you're going for what you want and you're doing it at any at, at any means nothing's stopping you so I, I mean, I'm doing at the most like basic like level. You know, rape is probably not the best example, but it's like just you know you just strip away. For I know some people do repetition writing in notebooks. Yes, the idea of things. There was one role. This wasn't to be like an asshole. One role, my director told me just listen to birds because I was supposed to be hearing from like otherworldly places and all you know the movie birds and just the. Uh, the scratching that they do on the window and they're just the flocks and stuff. Told me just listen to that. Walk every day, listen to that. And so it was like when I was doing the scene, I would hear it and just like they're over there. And it's like, <laughs> see it. you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like it's one of those things where it's however you find it, whatever you're doing. I know like uh, for Killmonger and for the Joker, Heath Ledger would lock himself in a room and start writing bad things. I think um, I don't remember the actor's name, but he um, the guy that played it, I forget his name, but he t- said that he had to go to like therapy, like after he played it two times yeah, for the movies. A lot of them do because it's like, original dude. I don't remember, uh, but the um, the the remakes. It's one of the Scars Guards. Yeah, Scars. There you go. Um, but it's like, yeah, you know, um, Michael B. Jordan said he had to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he had to go to therapy. You're, you're asking yourself to justify things that you're, you're totally against. Yeah. Telling yourself that they are right, and you're convincing yourself it's a dark place that you're going, and you're willing to do anything to get it, and you're willing to be as dark and nasty as about it. So, yeah. Um, I. But with that being said. Hopefully it's like an over exaggeration. Uh, hopefully he was just trying to like show like tell how far he had to go. Yeah, there it was just an exact like an exaggeration because you know if you got to call on the devil to to do something like that's <laughs> I mean otherworldly. That's just you know I mean I think Jonathan Major says it best. It's like being a, becoming a kid or they. You know, acting shouldn't really be called acting. It's just, you know, that's the best, I guess, they came along with it. But it's called becoming. It should be called, like, becoming. You're becoming someone else. You're be, you're carrying all that. And you're asked to do this and, you know, understand a person that can be completely different from you. And then that will drive you to points in your, in your place where your mind doesn't go. And what you're willing to do. I got you. All right, uh, last one on that list. This is actually a congratulations. Um, uh, editor, please add uh, the applause right here because uh, we always like to give uh, love and support and acknowledgement for our uh, black uh, coaches. So uh, yesterday, Monty Williams and the Detroit Pistons have agreed on a six-year, $72 million deal uh, for, the, for the franchise for he can, so he can be head coach. Um, the highest paid coach, uh, you know, nobody knows how much pop makes because nobody knows the years on pop because the Spurs keep that hush hush. But, 
this is projected to be the high. I mean, as of right now, this is the highest amount of money a team has put into a head coach while he's, by the way, he's still getting paid from Phoenix, Jesse, still getting paid from Phoenix for the next three years. Um, uh, yeah. I, thought, I thought if you get a job, they don't have to pay it. I think if they let you go, they still have to you. They still have to pay. You. Oh, completely. Oh, never. Um, so congratulations to Monty Williams. Uh, for those who don't know, I, I mean, Monty Williams is, uh, you know, he's echoed throughout the NBA as one of the best, like, relatable player coaches. Obviously, a couple years ago, he lost his wife in tragic form. Um, and, you know, he, you know, he talked about it, but, um, this is an awesome, awesome moment. Uh, Kevin Durant, obviously, you know, recently just, you know, when he went to Phoenix, he said, I came here for book and I came here for Monty. Um, uh, yeah, but congratulations, Monty Williams. Uh, he's, you know, is this a little bit of an overpay for Detroit? Yeah, a little bit. Um, but, uh, from what I gather and what was being said around the circles, he was planning to take a year off, and Detroit was like, you know, they had to overpay to, to, to get him out of the seat. So, I, I mean, I get it. And shout out to Detroit for putting the money where their mouth is. They got Kay Cunningham. They got Wiseman over there. They got some other cool, these solid pieces over there. Now they, and and I like that they, they committed the six years because this team is not expected to win. So, mine's going to be able to be there to groom this team. Uh, hopefully he has some say in personnel. Um, I would imagine if you invest that much into a freaking coach, you have some say um, in a person in personnel. But yeah, um, congratulations to Monty Williams. I think that's fly. You have anything that? Um, Go ahead and say it. it's a lot of money. Huh? Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say what what would you predict the team becomes, but nobody would really know. Uh, they're, they're, they're not close, that's um, especially saying, with like, K. they're just, they're not close, but yeah. I like that though, because that means there's no pressure on money. Just let him groom, let him build a culture, let him get some vets in there, in there. That team is very, very young. Um, and like I said, they got some interesting people. They got like five bigs. Um, they need to figure that part out. Um, so yeah, um, I think that's cool. For sure. For sure. All right, done with that list. Uh, let's quickly get to this game um, for game one of the NBA Finals. Um, so I know, Jesse, you t- told me before we hit on the mics that you didn't watch a dribble. I didn't waste my time. I went for a hike. <laughs> uh, then I went to Costco. You didn't <laughs> You didn't watch a dribble. I, I got home. Um, I had a long, busy day at the 9-5, and I picked up Linux, and then I came home. It was uh it was like the start of the second, so I caught most of this game. Um, so I can't even see. This is how blind I am. Uh, the Denver Nuggets won 104-93. Um, Jimmy Butler did not have a great game. He only took four shot, fourteen shots. Uh, Bam Adebayo was like the best player as far as the Heat on the court. Um, I know Max Struess went zero for ten. Um, Gabe Vincent. Uh, why he showed, uh, he you know played. I um, he, he didn't really do 19. much. Hmm? Yeah, he ended up with nineteen. Uh, Joker had another triple double. I think he only missed three shots. Um, again, uh, I think him and uh, um, 
Well, I'd I be wanting to call him Jameer Nelson, Jameer Nelson a little bit sometimes. Oh. I'm not even going to lie. But that's just Question. what? Is Joker the best player in the NBA right now? Not right now. Just is he the best player? I think he, I think he's the best off, offensive player in the league. I think his, I think that team is literally perfectly personnel. Like they have the perfect mesh of peak players, and he's the best. Uh, he's the best offensive player. I mean, I'm still not done with Giannis. I know people just like he Giannis lost, but Giannis literally broke his back and then came back two games later, and people were just like, they still beat. I, I, I asked the question because it's like, I think he's in that mode where, like, that year the, the Bucks won. Giannis was literally unstoppable. Yeah. I just think Joker is in that mode right now where it's just like. He's- I, so I was telling Carolyn this. I was telling I was telling Carolyn this. I think Joker is so good. And this I'm going to give him credit for. Um, Joker is so good. I think he's going to get a lot of so so big man paid i think it's gonna be like the shack days i think it's gonna not not like crazy crazy because you know for those who don't know what i'm talking about for years shack got big seven foot bums guys that weren't even that great some were good but a lot of them were just five fouls he shack got these guys paid okay i agree with you on this but i will also say I don't think that's a Shaq thing. I think it was still that old. Yeah, it was still some of the lead thing, but the uh, the having a big man. Shaq was so dominant that he you had to have an extra two big men on your roster just for foul sake, just in case you had to go up against Shaq. So he got big people, big men paid for a very, very, very long time. And I think what Nicola's doing and what we're seeing in this playoffs is a team like the Lakers, um, a team like this Miami Heat team. Um, while, again, you're not stopping Joker, but if you can acquire somebody that's seven foot and can kind of just bang with him a little bit, again, you're not stopping him, but just having another seven-footer might be, a, especially in the Western Conference, if you're in the West, you might have to bank another set. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna make it one of my personal things uh, when the offseason starts and the free agency happens. I'm gonna be interested to see how how many contenders pick up the random big center. Like how many bigs are st- like DeAndre Jordan. Just you know, it, it was a player that comes to mind. But the crazy thing is, he just he happens to play for Denver. Um, like how how long is De- DeAndre Jordan gonna uh, still be on somebody's roster? as a 14th man just so he can kind of bang with joker when it could, if you have to bang with him in the playoffs i think that's going to be interesting to impact in players like um <laughs> hassan Whiteside might get dusted off man we, well, i mean we'll see we'll see we'll see how it goes um, i know it, I, i'm i'm a, like i said where's, I'm gonna, where's white side at is he where is he at he's out of the league what do you mean out of the league? oh okay never i thought he was um, I might need to fact check that, but I'm pretty sure he's out of the league. Um, but I think that's going to happen because, and it was evident to get back to this game. It was evident in this game. Just any kind of switch they put him on uh, the Heat. I, this game was not a blowout, but I never felt like the Heat really super duper threatened. They cut it to seven in the fourth quarter, but I never really felt like the Heat threatened 
anytime they they got close, it, it, they just the Denver Nuggets just ran their 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 pick and roll with Jamal Murray and, and Joker, and they got and got the switch they wanted, and it was just as Shaq will say, barbecue chicken, or you know, so. I will say this: whoever tough can matchup, make, tough matchup for the Heat, but very they, tough. But if they can make an, if anybody's gonna make an adjustment, it's gonna be the Heat. I just honestly like for them to keep the Nuggets to one hundred four is actually a plus for the Heat. Is just their their one three run run zone kind. You're not stopping this offense, but their their one three one zone kind of sort of. Helped a little bit. They they was running two three three the two three against the Celtics and for whatever reason the Celtics, good. as you yeah. would say the Celtics Celtics they didn't know how to to to, to stop that, or it flustered them. But I, I will say this: I don't even think it's the, it's gonna be you know that like anybody stopping the offense. I don't. I just don't think the Heat will have enough to keep up with the offense. Yeah, that part that part too. I mean, obviously everybody hitting. I was saying to people that. I, the way the Heat were playing, they might, they might not want to play Tyler Hero or just be like. But now, after seeing a game like this, it's like I can see where Tyler Hero fits in. I, they just, just having that spark plug. I mean, you don't have to start him, but having somebody to just run stuff with because it just felt like at points in this game that the Heat's offense was just in the mud and Jimmy, you know. And they do that in every game too, where the offense just feels like it's in the mud, and then Jimmy takes over, and he and it just didn't feel like to hear. I mean, I should talk about Bam a little bit. Bam, you know, shot twenty five shots, but that little pick and roll, and Bam had that. That was the defense of the Nuggets shows. They was betting Bam to shoot, and shout out to him for getting shots up. Um, he he did so. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any much to add here. I think game two is going to be fun. Um, that you know, I expect Eric Spoelstra to have something that we didn't expect. Um, so we'll see. How we go from there. Uh, yeah, I think they they did a fill out for this first game, and then they already have something installed. Um, yeah. Uh, good luck. I'm not watching any of it, but <laughs> you're on strike. I don't strike. I just you know, I know a sweep when I see one. Uh five games. Gentleman sweep. My bad. There you go. There you go. All right, so let's go. Let's get to it, man. So um, let me pull out my phone. All right. Let me pull out my phone. My handy dandy notebook. <clears throat> um, sheesh. All of a sudden, I can't find it. Okay, here it is. Uh, so report Shannon Sharp has reached a buyout with FS1 and Undisputed that ends his partnership with Skip Bayless. Um, more details about this. So, um, for those who don't know, um, I imagine if you listen to this, you kind of know what Undisputed is. So I'm gonna give you guys the benefit of doubt. Some people don't, though. I've 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 heard some people in the comments was just like, I didn't know what you guys were talking about, but I liked your point. Whatever. Um, I've seen that. So shout out to y'all for who still listen yeah, to us. I try to always do my best job of trying to explain it to everybody. So for those who don't know, Undisputed is a show. It's a first take show on Fox FS1. Um, it stars uh, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Uh, Shannon Sharp, obviously a football legend, one of the best tight ends of all time, and Skip Bayless, one of the biggest troll bums of all time in sports media. He, you know, he is responsible for how sports media is today, good or bad. Anyway, um, uh, Shannon Sharp literally, 
I want to say less than a year ago, re, uh, just upped his contract with FS1. Um, so for him to request a buyout, I, I'm imagining he requested the buyout. Uh, something had to happen, and it was cool. <laughs> I don't know if cool is the right way to say it. Um, it was funny on Twitter today because a lot of uh, people started posting like it was like a it was like a, a memorial. Like they were posting, you know. The, so Shannon is expected to leave after the NBA Finals. Normally, after the NBA Finals, again, I don't watch this show anymore. I never watched this show in particular, but I don't watch the little talking head shows. Um, but uh, I know that um, the regulars, as far as Stephen A. on his show and ESPN and Skip on his show, I, I know after the NBA Finals, they uh, they both they go on vacation, they go away because like it's the, it's like the dead time in sports. Um, so um, it's gonna be interesting to see. So Shannon is expected to leave after the NBA Finals. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see how they what they go about um, keeping this show afloat. I know they have a solid audience. ESPN uh, sport, uh, first take is still number one as far as views on uh, at that time slot. Um, but it will be interesting to see how they um, they go about this. Um, from just uh, the reports I've seen, obviously it looks like <laughs> Skip seems like. I, I, he doesn't seem like he's the easiest to work with. I, there's there's been reports that Skip literally walks around like he, he has all the power in the world. Like if you if you say anything to him, if you challenge him, you go talk to the FS1 box, uh, bosses. Like they don't like him being challenged at all. He's like literally runs the show over there. Um, but yeah, Jesse, I've been talking to Ramblin for a long time. So what do you think about this? Um, We've 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 talked about them. I mean, we talk about Skip a lot on the show. We talk about sports media a lot on the show. Uh, we talked about how we like Shannon. Um, but yeah, I've been talking a whole lot. So, what do you think about uh, Shannon asking for a buyout? Um, I think this was already in the works. I think this was something like after the whole situation uh, during uh, the NFL season, uh, when we saw them literally have that like. Can, that moment on television. I think from there on, he agreed to be a. There's been a lot of moments, though. That's what I was saying. I, like on Twitter, but, people but were posting the, multiple. And I was just like, damn. Yeah, I, but I think that was the camel that broke the. Like, that was the, that was the one that broke the camel's back. Yeah, like, yeah. I think once it, it bled out to that point, I think even then, even when he was like, you know, talking about him, he was never as good as a player as Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady, from, yeah. That part, too. I think from all of that, he just, I also don't, I think from there, it was already, I think that that moment where Shannon came back and he tried to be professional or try to say his point about the, uh, why he missed work um, and Skip, um, you know, interrupted him and then they just went on and you can clearly see this dissension between each other, between each other, I think from there they agreed to be professional. Yeah. And Shannon was working on his buyout from there. He was probably working on it, and they they worked it out. Now, what I just said, look, we said this. Shannon's doing his thing in his podcast, Club Shay Shay. But He's Club doing- Shay Shay is, is, is also I read up on that. 
he he he's gonna lose the podcast because it's, it's part of Fox. It's it's FS FS1 produced podcast, so he probably can start from scratch. I don't know if it's gonna be called Club Shay Shay. He might change the title and start from yeah, scratch. Um, that's probably that is a, well. That's that a Fox well, property. That is a Fox property. Well, that's probably part of the buyout. He maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, um, maybe. Yes, keep the name, yeah, and yeah. maybe all the all the content. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. So, you know, that's probably part of the buyout. And I think he just was, I personally, I think he also got tired of being on the side of, not being on the side, of, I, as much as he would argue for players and everything, I think he was tired of getting the criticism of what he would say and all those things. That, I think that started to take a toll on him. It would be think. tough going out into the world. I, and I, I would have, I don't, I don't have any experiences like this. I mean, to a lay, way, 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 way lesser extent. Like, I go into the world and have to comment and defend what Dr- Jesse and Dr- what Drell says on here, right? Like if Drell says something crazy, mm-hmm. like I'll, you know, somebody will send me something like, "Why you let Drell say that?" Yeah, you no, know, way lesser scale. It's got to be harder if you're Shannon fucking Sharp and a, a proud Southern black man who. Or a proud former athlete. Athlete. Like, because it's not like Skip really goes deep, delves into like, you know, saying racist. Oh, I, I mean, you can say. Right, right, right. But you still it, undertone. You go to the barbershop like, and then everything. You, know, you go to the barbershop, you're just trying to chill. Yeah. And they're like, man, what's up with you? you I know. He's with trying your man? To, and, I, and you're saying barbershop. I think it's. Everywhere. Players. Airport. Players. I'm thinking yeah. players. Players are saying something. I think he also is he's crossing over into a, a you know a star in a different way where you know he's front seat of the Laker game. His his face is literally becoming pe- someone people look for, right? But I right. think it's I think is you know, I know people would say he's been doing it for a few years, but I think what this year's show with the things he would say, I think he's like, Man, this man really don't respect athletes like he really don't see us as people and i think he, i've talked about skip's ego i think his ego in his pride is just like michael jordan big i think his ego is ridiculous i think his pride is on the same level he just won't he believes what he says you can't tell yeah. him. it's one of those where you can't tell him any different um and there's no convincing him um, yeah, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I agree 100%. I, I also think he's just, you know, he's just a man that he thinks this is what entertainment is. And he, this is his sport. Yeah, for him. This yeah. is the sport for him. And he treats it like it is a sport. He doesn't try to give what he's going to say with the talking points and all that stuff. He doesn't want, he really takes it as a challenge and an argument. And I think that was that's the difference between him and Stephen A. Stephen A. understands the entertainment value of it. Right. He knows what to say polarizing stuff. That's why, you know, at the end of the day, he couldn't really work with Max Kellerman because Max Kellerman wasn't trying to be polarizing. He was trying to have these deep delving into this and that and that. And Stephen A. just wants you to make a point, and I can counter that point. Or whatever yeah. you're gonna say, and we just say we just he wants he wants to. It's not me versus you. It's us versus the audience. That's a great way um, Bomani Jones said it. It's, or I don't think it was Bomani. It was uh, Dominique Foxworth who said it. Whereas, like, you know, Stephen A is like, you know, it's us versus the audience. So you going at me so hard, 
it, it ain't, you know, it <laughs> that ain't entertaining. We're trying to entertain these people. So it's us versus audience and trying to do what that matters. But Steve uh, or Skip, he's very much he, he's very much of that way. He's very intense about it. And I think he just, you know, one of these things is like, I think like Stephen A is was willing to put up what Skip does. He can he can go around it, right? And right, you know, like I was saying about Shannon, he made himself a character, and he's he's outgrown the show. He's literally outgrown the show. And I think you know it wasn't a long term thing for him, but he you know it, it's interesting because he was very appreciated to Skip when he right. Skip got him the show. Skip, yeah, yeah. Skip said he wanted to do the show with him when he left. When Skip left first take, um, and there was rumor of him starting another show. FS1 was, I think, in the in infancy of the stage. They they obviously wanted to compete and take some of the the views away from uh from from first take, and they needed and they that's why they paid Skip Bayless like he was an athlete. They gave him the athlete uh, contract. Um, they wanted somebody. He obviously Skip want he could have sat across from anybody that. The literally any like anybody that's that's a really dope high paying powerful job like to yeah. walk away and say no to that job yeah. like, some shit really has to go down so like I'm sure Shannon appreciate him giving him that seat he got the reps he needed uh I mean his now he like he has the I mean, he was already Shannon Sharp so I don't want to say but he has the the exposed the different kind of exposure media, media wise yeah he's a media um, you know and now I'm gonna ask you the, the the real the real question that I that like I super one what do you think happens to the show uh, with, with um and then the second one is uh what do you think what do you think is gonna happen with Shannon's future what do you think Shannon's gonna do where does he go from here you can start whichever one you want to start with oh uh, like I said I think Shannon's gonna go deeper into what he actually wants to do with like club Shay Shay. I think that's what he actually wants to do at the end of the day. I don't think he wants to do the debate show stuff anymore. I think he wants to try to get into hosting, finding things. I think, um, you know, he's good friends with Steve Harvey. Maybe he goes to a show, a game show. So I think, I don't want to cut you off, but I think, um, I was, I was watching Pat McAfee, right? Um, I think he had a good point. Shannon is Shannon has become so good at this as far as talking football and um talking hoop and doing the base show like just talking just, just, just talking period um his his perspective um I think bringing an entertainment value to it yeah bringing in yeah exactly I think um for any of anybody that's trying to get into the sports media uh atmosphere or world if you're looking for somebody to be the face of your thing shannon sharp might be that guy like say uh like so amazon is like kind of tapping their feet in it right like they're there's they're like obviously the um the nba's uh television deal is coming up right like they're gonna be a bidding war uh between turner espn in others, right? As far as the rights for the NBA games or how they want to distribute distribute it. Hmm. Um, if Amazon wants to just go full in this shit, like having a face that is like Shannon Sharp, that might be something. Yeah, no, I I agree. I think I think Amazon will try to throw them in the bag once for the NFL season. I think YouTube might try to throw them in the bag. Yeah, like if 
Amazon, like Amazon has their shows, right? Like they can have, NBC Universal has their NBC, stuff. yeah, like he's gonna, sure. he's gonna do the circuit of the you know the sports talk shows, and I wouldn't be surprised if uh you know Stephen Ace tries to sneak in and, and I was I was I was gonna say that was gonna be my next thing too. I was like, but I think Stephen A likes the revolving door of the people that he get in there, like JJ and. And 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 your boy uh, uh Matt your boy Mad Dog because that's your man's uh Mad Dog <laughs> I'm I'm just putting them on I'm just I'm just putting them on um I think he's I think Stephen A has kind of enjoyed the revolving door of people you can still keep it that way you can still keep it that way like they do with you know imagine him Shannon Sharp and uh Michael why am I forgetting his last name right now Michael Smith. Not Michael Smith. Michael oh, Michael Smith. Smith's on another stage. No, he's on not my, the the wide uh, old Cowboys wide receiver Michael. Oh, Irvin. Irvin, there we go. <laughs> wow, uh, Michael Irvin on Mondays <laughs> on a Monday after on, uh, after football. After, yeah, after on a Monday after weekend. football Sunday, that'd be fly. That would be, that would be fly. ridiculous. That would be fly. That would be musty. And then, yeah. so this is and this is my two prong question. So what do you think? So um. What do you think? You just want to be able to make them drinks on that on TV no more, right? That part you you can't, and and you work for the mouse now. It's a little different. Um, uh, what do you think happened to Skip Bayless? Come on, tell tell me. Come on, come on, Jesse, say it, say it, say it. The show show stays. I mean, Skip's not going to want to change that. He's going to do the he's going to do the Stephen A. thing, revolving revolving door. While he probably may. Well, no, they wanted uh, they wouldn't do it unless Nick Wright wants to do. Double. I was about to say that that like the perfect like, marriage is him and it. the perfect marriage is him and Nick Wright because it's like new versus old. Yeah, uh, they're both like again. I, I know a lot of people don't fuck this with. This is Nick the Wright. best quarterback. Like, no, this is the best quarterback. They're, they're the on opposite spectrums of a lot of things. I listen to a lot of Nick Wright stuff, so. He respects Skip, but he Nick also- Wright's in New York, though. I don't know if he wants. Yeah, to Nick Wright's in New- he's he's stationed in New York. I don't think you can move him to LA. Uh, obviously, he's the face of first thing first. Him and him and um, Chris yeah. Tart and I can't. I'm blanking on the other guy's name that used to work for ESPN. There's somebody that's gonna be like they're gonna have a revolving door, but then there'll be somebody that Skip already has in mind who's already. I think. I, I mean, I think they would kill each other. I think. I think Bo would go crazy. But what if Bo was to sit across from Skip? No, he can't. <laughs> I think I'm gonna say I think Bo would go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Bo, uh, Bo does he just don't do the he yeah, he's the not a, yeah yeah a debate guy. Well, I mean like, him, him, I mean him and Pablo really wasn't debate, but High Noon was kind of similar. They tried to they tried, they tried to do, to do, it, do it that. different, but he's not a he will tell you he says it all the time. He's like I'm not really what people like what and he's right what people like when it's just him and his boy him and somebody and they just talking. And they talking stuff. They can have different opinion, but it ain't this. You make a point, and going at each other. We just talking. And if you listen to his podcast, especially when he has a guest or Foxworth Fridays, is y'all just talking, laughing. And I wish they could figure out how to emulate that onto TV, but they can't. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard, especially when it's a podcast. So it's hard. Um, I I think the only ones that really been were able to turn it into a TV show. Was his and hers one day? That know. was fly. I mean, don't yeah. don't get me started. That, that was extra. that 
that's it when started I, out as never that was when I fell in love with podcasts. His and hers back in the days. That was that, I mean, they able to bring it to television, and that that made and it was good to the point that they put them on SC six. Like they were killing it. Yeah. So yeah. it's like one of those things where nah, not nah, not to not to the uh, to the right. Oh well, whatever. <laughs> um, what was I about to say? Um, damn, he made me lose. But he may do but what the, he may do what Jamil Hill's doing. Uh, Shannon may do what Jamil Hill's doing. Get the bag from Spotify. That's start, true. You know, launching your own podcast, like he can. Yeah, you know, he's he's the, the he's perfect. Good. So Pat McAfee had a, at this idea, and I don't think it would work. Um, but because these egos wouldn't be able to fit in the same room together. But if you get Skip Bayless and Colin Cowherd at the same time on the same T station. Uh, I mean they are on at the same time. No, Colin that Cowherd would, like, that would be crazy. He's not really a debate guy either though. Yeah, I know. But I'm just just yeah. them two. That would be crazy. That would be I nice. would say the first person that's gonna show up is gonna probably be Nick Wright. Yeah. I, I think gonna, that I think they're gonna have to eat crow. If I'm keeping a buck, I think they're keeping that seat warm for Nick Wright because he's the star of that network besides Skip Bayless, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, they're not gonna, you know, yes, definitely. But I do think they do also like that's why I said if it's Nick Wright, it's like maybe he'll have to end up doing double duty because yeah. I, I think they like him having his own show too. Yeah, and it's like I don't know who they get in to fit that 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 block he has. Like, look. Yeah. I know they're trying to do it with uh, LaShawn Even McCoy and uh, oh yeah yeah uh, is it Jocelyn? Oh, I don't know her name, but I don't watch any other FS1. But so it's I'm like definitely they, not the one person else. Yeah, they try to do it with that, and it's just it ain't got the same thing. ESPN is shoving a lot of money, man. So like, I, I mean, I expect there would be some kind of talks as far. I mean, I, unless Shay, I mean, unless Shannon has something lined up already, or if he, you know, he, 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 he sure doesn't want to. I think he's um, gonna try to. But do his own thing. the fact that ESPN just got the Pat back if you show like that's going they're not spending more money after like yeah I'm, like they they they're ready people but they spend a lot of money on football though they they will empty their uh, bank account oh that's on what I football. said they would probably try to sign him for a football thing I I just think Shannon's gonna try to do like what Pat McAfee did which is he's gonna try to build his own brand and then and then see who's gonna come. Uh, Pat tossing the check, you know what I mean? Like I, I just see that, and you know, it, it ain't gonna take long. He just, he just gotta build it out for this time being. That he's gotta let it be known he's rolling out, but he gonna try to do, uh, come over this way. Just let it be known. But yeah. unfortunately, I, you know, the show's gonna go on for Skip. I, he, I don't see him doing anything else. Just he's trying to do the podcast thing, but over Jesse, just over trash. Jesse. Tell Skip it's over. That you had a, you had an amazing run. Again, let me give let me give him that man his flowers. While you know whatever, he he is the godfather of this sport shit. He is one of the forefathers of how we talk about sports. He is. I don't. You can say what you want for better or for worse. He is one of the reasons how people consume and talk about sports like that. He made it when he was on ESPN. He was must-see TV after uh, a big game that happened by a player that you like or didn't like, you wanted to hear his opinion. Yes, 100%. Like, if you were madly into sports, like how we were madly into sports when Skip was in the thing, like, 
uh, watching Kobe watching Kobe Bryant. Watching yeah, Kobe he, play he a game. Yeah, in the morning, watching Kobe play a good or bad game, and then waking up in the morning to hear and skip, find stuff that like Kobe could drop forty. This is again, he he was. I'm I'm talking before he talked to LeBron. Was, was I mean LeBron was still in there, but he wasn't focused on LeBron at the time. He was focused on Kobe and how Kobe Bryant was playing, and he would talk about how Kobe was just a hot dog all the time. Um, you would talk about Kobe was just like he's doing this. He's doing this copycat of MJ. Like everybody doesn't know that, but he was he, he wasn't the biggest Kobe guy like that. He wasn't because he, he Kobe was a copy of his guy MJ. By the way, hey Skip Bayless, how is MJ your guy when during his eight part commercial on Netflix, The Last Dance? If you guys want to call it docuseries, I'll call it a commercial. Um, how are you not in it when? Multiple media people that Jordan did not like were in it, but he claimed to be his guy. You're not. You're you're not his guy. He ever. He, he well. He didn't. He he always said from afar. Like he never. He never really had a conversation with Jordan, or never really had that like one. He's never he talked about. He all he talks about it was, was his his credentials, how he used to follow Jordan. It's yeah, cool. there's a difference. It's but cool. there's a difference. There's a difference because he was a he was a columnist speaking of cool. he, he was an opinionist. Yeah, they had like way, way more access back then. So but. not it's not about access. It didn't require talking to the player. It's literally just giving you go to the interview or you go to the press conference afterwards and all that. But he wasn't like he never had a one on one interview with Jordan. He never has, he probably hung out with him, but it was never sure. anything that was that, like that was yeah like just again. He didn't get access like that. He didn't get everybody. Everybody who was around Jordan, there again. There's people in his doc that Jordan was not feeling, and they were able to get time on his documentary that Jordan had all the power to to change or whatever. And you weren't in it, so that says a lot to me. All right, um, you have anything else to add before we get out of here? Um. Well. I have nothing else to add. I think that's it, Jess. Oh, I would like to say uh, congratulations to my cousin, uh, Cole and Aaron. They got married yesterday. Hey, congratulations. congratulations. That's fly. Yep, yep. Black love? Black love? Black love. It's beautiful. Black love is beautiful. Please. Um, congratulations. Uh, don't, <laughs> don't forget to like, favorite, and subscribe. Uh, if you're new around here, uh, please sub up if you can. Uh, if you're on, if you're Apple or Spotify or Google Play listener, please, please, please leave a comment. Um, up. What's it gonna be in the next five years? They just be switching terms up. <laughs> They're trying to take make terms cooler and stuff. But uh, yeah, for uh, for me, for Jess, uh, we're those millennials, and we're out.